Hi friends, my name is Amanda Houston. I'm an entrepreneurial mom that homeschools my four amazing kids. To my husband Jason and myself, family is our favorite thing. We hope to provide some inspiration for others. So have a great day and enjoy. you are having an absolutely gorgeous day, uh, both weather and otherwise. I think today is about perfect. Not too hot, not too cold. You can do just about anything you want, inside or outside. Perfect. Which also leads me to my topic of today, which is uh, productivity, motivation, procrastination, and ah, just forget it. Because <laughs> sometimes... It can be hard to do things. And it's kind of interesting because when it's a cloudy day for me, I have no motivation. I don't want to do anything. And then when it's a super gorgeous sunny day, I want to do more things, but not necessarily the things that are on my to-do list. So I have to find some balance. So let's dive right in and I'm going to share some thoughts on each, starting with productivity. One of the things I remember um, several years ago now, um, we went to a conference and uh, always learning, right? Always going to go to read books, um, listen to people, go to seminars, conferences, educate yourself. But we were at this conference and John Maxwell was speaking and he's a motivational speaker. And uh, he said that when he was younger and he would wake up and he would sit on the edge of his bed every morning. And this is probably all that I remember that he said. Well, that I remember. I absorbed more, I'm sure. But what I remember is he would sit on the edge of his bed every morning and he would say do it now do it now do it now and he said he said that 50 times every morning before he even got up and started his day so that when he got in a, a funk or he didn't want to do something that was what would trigger into his head later in the day or a different day but um do it now just do it now and I don't know if you've ever um heard of Mel Robbins but she has five seconds of courage. You just need that five seconds to like make the jump and get over it and do it. And then you're good to go. Um, but what I do as far as productivity is I have my power planning sessions uh, once a week, typically. <laughs> I revisit it frequently. On Sundays, I like to map out our week and our menus um, and our activities. And so I'm actually going to do a blog post about this so that there's a visual. Um, but I basically have every day of the week and I list it out in hours. I love planners. Okay. I love all planners, but I have yet to find one that suffices my needs. And so I usually end up making my own things. And I've gone so far as to make them put dividers in them, both for school and just calendars. And then I take them and I get them, get them spiral bound. And then even for myself, I make a lot of changes. So sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. But my power planning is taking the week and um, setting out the hours from like 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. And then filling in our activities. And I use highlighters for different themes. Um, and then let's see, we have like school, work, uh, family time, um, like date time with Jason and there's 
one more category I have that I'm completely spacing on. I didn't write it in my notes. Anyway, so I'll do a blog post on that. You can see a visual and learn more about it. But I do my power planning. I break down my week. Now, does it strategically go that way every day, every week? No, <laughs> probably almost never. But when I get off track, then I can revisit that. And at a glance, I can see where we are, where I am, what I'm supposed to be spending time on, and what I want to accomplish. So for the kids, um, we have chore charts. And we see similar that I print out a chart and then it is used for many days. Um, and it, the kids rotate between their jobs. Um, we have four different categories of jobs and then kids rotate on, on a daily basis. And so that's all listed out and they know exactly what to do. So that's a big thing about productivity, both in your own schedule and for your kids and for your family, what the expectations are. Because if somebody is confused, they're not going to be able to get it done. And if they even make an attempt to get it done, they're not going to get it done correctly. So having a clear uh, outline of what you want done guides you and helps you a lot. Um, when I have so much I want to do, which is always, and my brain never stops, I'll just write this brain drain list. I'll just take out a piece of paper or a notebook and write everything I want to accomplish. It doesn't matter what category it's in, what, um, when it needs to be accomplished by. It could be anything from getting new carpet to um, <laughs> washing the car to switching the laundry. There's everything because I tend to forget things. Um, not my not my favorite thing, but I tend to forget things. And if it's not right in front of me or it's not written down. I'll space on it. And so I'll go ahead and I'll do this brain drain list. If I have time or if I'm organized organized enough at the time, I will immediately separate it into categories. Like if I want to work on my Young Living business or I want to write on something for um, the Rainbow Radish, I can categorize that right away if I'm able to process it. But usually what I do is I jot it all down, no particular order, and then I will either then go back and segregate it into the categories and rewrite my list, or I will just highlight in colors that, again, match my themes for my power planning calendar um, as to what categories they go into. But then from that giant list, which usually takes up an entire sheet of paper, I will pick three things. Three things, the next three things that I need to work on, the three things that I need to accomplish that day. or Hopefully more than three, but you know what? There's a lot of days that I don't get those three things done. And so those are the next three things that I need to get done. And I will write them on a post-it and I'll just put it on top of that list. And I put them in order of priority. I need to go do this first. And then the next chance I get, I'm going to go do this. And then this. And then once I have those three things done, I can go write a few more things down. Um, it sounds silly, but if I'm only focusing on those three then it doesn't seem so overwhelming. And there are days that those three things don't get done. Um, and sometimes it'll be, okay, I'm going to do the dishes first, and then I'm going to switch the laundry. And then whatever, I'm going to walk the dogs, whatever it might be. And then I might have to say, okay, I'm going to go do laundry again, because you got to switch it, right? Like I said, if I'm not thinking about it, I don't think I'd forget about it. So what we do as far as the kids and their schoolwork um, and productivity, they are assigned um, 
they have their schedule and they're, you know, four kids are at four different grade levels. And so the things that we are going to do together, we do that right away when we start our school day. We do the things that we're going to do together right away. I have, we have a little team meeting. We talk about things and any subject area that we need to do all inclusive. We do that right away. Because when they branch out, I might not get them all back together because everybody's at a different spot in their work and their projects and their activities, then it's hard to get them back. So most of the time, we do this stuff together, and then they each have their own lists of things they're working on, and they can they can attack that list however they want. Um, they can pick, you know, the thing that's the funnest first, or they can pick the thing that's the hardest first, or they can pick their least wanted to do thing first, and they can switch it up every day. As long as they get it done, it doesn't really matter to me what order they get, what order they do it in. Now, um, a couple of my kids, all my kids love reading. I have two kids that are the kids that reading, free reading gets them in trouble because they love to read so much. They're the kids that are off hiding and reading when you want them to be doing something else. So um, with one in particular, Free reading has to be the last thing that he does because otherwise he will start with free reading and I will never get him to do anything else. But for the most part, they're able to attack their lists how they want. If they're having difficulty focusing, I will say, okay, go do this. Kind of like my three things on my list. We just break it down. We just, we just focus on one thing. I will tell them what to do. And I said, go do this and then report back to me. And that makes it a little easier for them, chunking it off. So how about motivation? When you don't want to do those things, um, you heard the, like something that's really new and terrifying to you, you've probably heard the saying, go ahead and do it scared. Or um, sometimes I think of, you've heard of Brian Tracy. He's a very good uh, mentor and speaker um, on motivation and leadership. But he'll talk about what is the absolute worst thing that could possibly happen if you went ahead and did what you were supposed to, you know, what you wanted to do. Like if you're afraid to do something. Now, this might be a bigger, bigger topic than just the dishes and the laundry. Um, it might be starting a business or starting a new job or um going on a trip, you know, something that's on your goal sheet, your wish list that you want to do, but you're scared to do it. This might be some, some bigger motivation for that. If you come up with the absolute worst thing, and that's probably not going to really happen, but is the worst thing so bad? Um, I remember uh, after Annabelle was born, there was a scrapbooking company called Creative, Mem Creative Memories, which was a um, network marketing direct sales company. And so you could share with others, you could teach classes on how to scrapbook and write your stories and put pictures safely into the scrapbooks and so forth. And so I started teaching these classes because it was so, like I said, I just had my first baby, um, crazy that everybody needed to be doing this. Everybody needed to be capturing their memories, which I still think is very important. And I'm not one of those people that my first child has, you know, a few scrapbooks and then the second child has a page of a scrapbook and then the next two children don't have any scrapbooks. But 
<sighs> we won't go into that topic right now. But I do remember starting that quote unquote business. And I was terrified. What if nobody wanted to have a class? What if nobody bought anything from me? What if it takes all this time and so forth? And I remember not sleeping. And I've since um, started a lot of new things since then, including a couple different business ventures. And the favorite one that I'm in right now, obviously, is Young Living. But starting my own journey with the blog and the Rainbow Radish, some of that stuff has been so hard. But truly, what is the worst thing that can happen if it fails? Not much. And so that I take comfort in that. So that is bigger motivation as far instead of maybe daily motivation. Um, but he calls not only those things, but on a daily basis, he has a book called Eat That Frog. Brian Tracy, this is. And uh, the idea is, is that that frog is that thing that you don't want to do. And so on our um, job charts for each of us every day, me and myself and the kids, we have a frog. For me, it's usually if I have to make a phone call because I hate talking on the phone. So if I, <laughs> my frog might be making a phone call, whether it be making a uh, orthodontist appointment or returning a call from someone, talking on the phone is my least favorite thing to do. If I have to do that, that's probably my frog. We went so far as to get gummy frogs from the grocery store so that after they conquered their frog, which for them on different days might be different things. It might be doing their science worksheet, you know, if that's something they really don't want to do for the day. Um, once they've conquered that frog, once they ate that frog, they actually got to eat a gummy frog. And so that was kind of fun motivation. Um, I would also encourage you to, for motivation, be around others that are doing what you want to do. So be around productive people. Don't be hanging out with the people that are watching TV all day. Whether you're a homeschool family or not, there's a lot to accomplish within a day. And so read books that encourage you. Um, and, and we all resonate with different people. Um, there's podcasts that you can listen to while you're doing different things. And um, there's um, apps for your computer or phone. Like if you like the, I like the idea of writing on paper. That is my favorite. I've tried many different things, but paper and lists and color, colorful pens and markers are my favorite. Um, even though Interestingly enough, making charts in Word is also one of my passions. I love to make charts, but myself, usually I write the things. I usually prefer to write things out on paper myself. But there's a program called Trello, which you can organize things and prioritize things. And actually, that one is even very business oriented, or you can use it family-wise, too, if your kid was, kids were older. Or you can delegate out tasks, and you can share it with each other. Um, there's a lot of them, but here's a couple top ones that I've used. Um, Wonder List, Wonder with a U. Uh, it's an app where you're able to just categorize things, kind of how I write all the whole brain drain on paper or lists. You can categorize things in the app, you know, grocery list uh, and everything, what you want to do, and that's free and that's pretty easy. And also Google Calendar, which you're able to coordinate um, per person, per color, and I've set them up many times. And I still always go back to my paper calendar. Um, but another good thing with like Google Calendar is then 
like Jason knows where the kids are when because he can access it easily. Or if my parents are helping with rides for activities, they can see who is where and when. But those are some uh, good ones for you. And also, again, depending on who you listen to and who you like to read, there's a lot of great people and different people are going to resonate for different people, different people. But I started, I think, um, when I really know I needed some organization and motivation, um, Shailene Johnson, she's super energetic and shares a lot of information. And then um, Brian Tracy, she kind of led me to Brian Tracy. She was one of, he was one of her mentors. And then since then, we've learned from Danny Johnson and you might like people like Tony Robbins. If you like the uh, real excited and <laughs> vigorously rough and tough and in your face sort of approach. There's a lot of them. Um, and then I'm going to, I'm going to switch now to procrastination. Uh, Cause there's a lot of times, you know, you don't want to do something. And it even can be something that's not that bad, not that hard. Um, just lack of interest, you know, especially with my kids and their chores. It's not really that fun for them. Um, sometimes, not so much anymore because it just caused some issues. But sometimes they're able to switch jobs. Like Ethan really likes to clean the living room. He's really good at cleaning the living room. He takes pride in it. And Emmett is starting to really like cleaning the kitchen and he'll give you more thorough in the kitchen and vacuuming all the um, nooks and crannies and dusting certain places on the shelves. So sometimes they'll want to switch just because it's easier for them to clean the area that they're more excited about. Um, another task that I use when I really don't want to do something is I'll do I'll set the timer for 15 minutes on 15 minutes working on that project that I'm supposed to be working on like cleaning out the basement or whatever it might be I have 15 minutes of work time and then I have 15 minutes off or even 15 minutes of a different job that I'm okay doing but I need to spend a chunk of time doing that thing that I don't want to be doing that I'm trying to procrastinate from um another thing thing is um do something else first that may be a catalyst to helping you stop procrastinating. So maybe if you go out for a walk and you get some exercise and fresh air and then you come home and you won't want to sit around anymore. You won't want to watch TV anymore and you'll want to conquer the dishes or conquer the uh, the uh, book report you need to work on or so forth. Um, another thing is with procrastination is if you can make it more fun, like, give yourself permission to treat yourself at the same time you're working, especially if you're doing dishes or laundry or something that you don't have to focus on one thing um, strenuously. Like, that's when I will listen to uh, podcasts, although sometimes I, I really do need to focus on those if I want the information and actually taking notes. But depending on what the topic is and what I'm learning, um, that's when I when I'm doing the dishes, I'll also watch Netflix. Um, so I'm able to, it might take me a little bit longer then because I'm watching TV and doing the dishes, but not that much longer. And then I, I'm not so distracted by it. I'm not so, um, discouraged. 
by washing the dishes and I don't need to procrastinate anymore because I can do something that I am enjoying at the same time. Um, and then finally, we have just the awe, just forget it. Whether it be the thing on your list that you just keep pushing off and pushing off and pushing off and just forget it. The time has run out. You missed it. Um, one thing I will say is shift your mindset because there really is enough time. There really is enough money. Um, this is going a little bit longer than I had thought. So uh, hopefully there's some good things that you're in here and I'm almost done. Um, shifting your mind switch, shift. Um, but also if you're just in the wrong mood, stuff just isn't going to get done. Um, so I'll have like piles of clutter or I organize things at the top of the stairs that I need to take downstairs. I don't know how many times I go up and down the stairs and I never take that stuff with me. And then, you know, it probably take three minutes, but sometimes I'm just not in the right mood. And so I, I know that like it'll get done. And when I'm ready for it, I'll, I'll just take it low down and it'll be done. And so that goes back to that whole frog thing or five seconds of courage, just do it. But sometimes it just doesn't happen. But then the mood will, sit, the mood will switch. Everything will get taken care of. And it usually gets taken care of pretty fast. Other than, otherwise, I drag it out sometimes. Um, oh, and yeah, so just forget about it. You know, stuff like the dishes. I figure it takes like three solid days for the dishes to like really start to stink. So if you really need to procrastinate and you really need to say, ah, just forget it. Probably three days before you like need to exit your house before the smell of stinky dishes. But <laughs> you might not really want to push it that far. But anyway, hopefully there were some good um, tips and some things you're able to use in there for both, not both, for all of productivity, motivation, procrastination, and sometimes you just simply forget it. I hope you have a great day.